In this week's episode, we sat down with Phoebe Joint, an emerging local artist whose unique style is sure to catch your attention from the moment you lay eyes on her work. Phoebe shares her journey from her days of working in a t-shirt print shop to creating signature pieces all around Austin. Her true passion for art and the Austin art community shines through during our conversation. Enjoy. Well, folks, it's time. It's that time of week. Thursday at three. We've got Phoebe Joint from Rochester, New York. Yeah. What's happening? How's it going? Yo, it's going. It's you know, yeah. it, it it's a good it's a good day to be in Austin on a Thursday at three p.m. I'll tell you that. Yeah, it's a nice day. when it's beautiful like weather. Seventy five degrees. 70s, oh man, thank Can't goodness. Can't ask. It's about for time. Weather it's right about now. time. All yeah. those soccer players out there at the Major League Soccer Stadium are probably really enjoying it. Well, so imagine over. playing soccer in the summer. Season's Are you over. serious? Just ended. You know this too? No clue. No. Oh, but you're like, yeah, I it should is. know. I should know. But I know. Tell us why. Because um, you're a soccer player. Because I just did uh, the U.S. Jamaica poster that happened at uh, the Austin Stadium. It was uh, one of the World Cup qualifying matches. That's right. U.S. won. Um, so I should, I should be more on top of it. Is that the poster that they give to you when you leave the stadium? What is the U S poster? What do you mean? What does that mean? So I was brought on, uh, by U S soccer and yeah. it was kind of like, so each game that they do for the world qualifying, they do it in different cities. So the city before us was Nashville and then it was Austin and they select an artist from each city to kind of do a commemorative poster of, um, the event that goes on. You so, got to do that. I did that. How'd yeah. they find you? Um, they found me, shout out to, uh, Miles Starkey over at Hope Campaign. He actually yeah. brought me on for it. And, um, yeah, uh, incredible guy. Um, and that is kind of how I got thrown so into the So he's like the talent it. scout. Kinda. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Wow. Um, That's huge. <laughs> and yeah, it was a really fun experience. I don't normally do a lot of like poster design stuff, you know, but, um, Yeah. Gave, gave it a gave it a good shot i'm more of like a you know painting street art mural type person but um mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know this was like my first like fully digital poster that i kind of did and i was super proud of it and um you know i think i think it was well received and yeah how does that work they just come to yeah. you and say take your artistic freedom creativity and like did they give you a, a guide at all the prompt was like um, it doesn't have to be super Austin specific, but like, let's get some elements that feel Texas in there, but also incorporate soccer and, you know, the game U S Jamaica. So I did, you know, some oh. elements of the Jamaican flag, the U S flag had some cacti in there, had the Texas flag in there. Any bats? Um, yeah. No, I know, I know what your art looks like, right? I could point it out in the crowd. No yeah. doubt about it. With the poster. Would you be able to do it with the poster? Or is it a way different style than I you've ever so. done? Yeah? I, I hope yeah? so. I hope so. It's got a lot of your flavor in there? Yeah. Okay. And, you know, I reached Sweet. out to some of my friends that were actually went to the game. Yeah. And I was like, can you tell it's my work? And they're like, yes, oh, okay. don't worry. Yeah, don't yeah, worry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, yeah. can you tell it not just because my name's on it? Can you actually tell it because of like the type of style? And they're like, no, no, we can still tell. We can still tell. And I'm like, cool. That's, Sweet. That's cool. That it it's translated like a unique, okay. recognizable really cool. yeah. style. Yeah. So if we kind of... We kind of jumped right into that, which I feel like we would have got to that <laughs> yeah, some yeah, point. we got a little hype. Yeah. But how about you give us a little yeah. background? We always ask our guests to share their story, and you can really start whenever. But obviously, oh, yeah. you're a yeah. We need to know more about how you became a well-known artist in in Austin. 
Yeah. Um, so where did it all start? Yeah. So it started, it started, I'm a New York native, Rochester, New York, um, way upstate, went to school in Brooklyn, uh, went to the Pratt Institute and got a, a degree in illustration, um, because it seemed practical at the time with a background in graphic design, you know, cause you got to appease the parents. The parents were like, do something. What are you going to do with just painting? You got to, you know, make it practical, yeah. real world. And I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> so post-college I moved back home, saved some money, you know, Brooklyn gets expensive. Um, and I, yeah. I didn't, oh, I didn't yeah. love it enough to work three jobs, you know? So I, I went back home to save some money, uh, was working in graphic design at a, a t-shirt printing factory. So I was doing a lot of like logos, t-shirt apparel, graphics, that type of stuff. And um, I pretty much ended up in Austin. I had one friend at the time that was living here and I had lived in New York State my whole life, you know, like grew up in upstate, went to school in New York City, kind of got all the different flavors of New York. Mm-hmm. And I was so sick of the snow. I was so sick For of the sure. snow. I was yeah. like, you know, understandable like the 15 minutes it takes to like shovel out your car after like a big like overnight storm you know to like get to work on time yeah yeah i just couldn't do it anymore so austin seemed really appealing so i visited in 2016 the summer of 2016 it was like june or july when most people are like maybe don't come during those i was like no let's do it it was like 100 degrees yeah went to the green belt you know it was just the energy here and the people here and the vibe was just something that I really gravitated towards. You know, I'd been kind of used to New York City, which is hustle and bustle. Straight line. Exactly. And a lot of it is like, you know, these people are, you know, they're kind of just focused on themselves. It's not that kind of Southern hospitality that like, I feel like Austin truly gets the mix of like Southern hospitality, but with a metropolitan feel with opportunities that come with big cities, you know, and especially right now with all these tech and everyone like from California and New York moving here, it's like yeah. the opportunities are just, you know, massive, which is, you know, kind of a double-edged sword. I feel, you know, there's pros and cons to all of it. But um, I really felt that like Austin was a good vibe. So I, I moved here in 2017 knowing one person. I have no family in Texas. Mm. All my family is pretty much congregated in the New England Northeast kind of area. Um, so that was kind of scary. Yeah. Quit my job, put in my two weeks. Uh, my dad was like, what are you going to do down there? I was like, uh-huh. I don't know. I'm going to figure it out. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. And I feel like that's, that's not inspiring. that yeah. uncommon for people that move to Austin. Yeah. Just right. there's opportunity. We'll figure you got to find is. it. Yeah. 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 Wow. Um, and 2017, yeah. you said. 2017. So you yeah. visited 2016. You, you moved here 2017. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then what? And, <laughs> okay. And then, yeah. right. So I had this background and a degree in kind of graphic design. Mm. So I was working over in the kind of the same industry, a t-shirt printing shop um, in Dripping Springs. And it's called Texas Hill Country Screen Graphics. So shout out to a Christian who runs that. It was a way smaller shop. It was just me and the owner. I come from a shop that was kind of me and like 20 other employees. So it was a way different mix. It was going from like, you know, like a medium small size company to like super small, just like me and the owner and one other like part-time guy. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was working there for, you know, two years and I was kind of doing my art on the side. Um, back in the day, there was this place called Cherry Cola Dog. Crazy name. What is that? Um, it was this amazing kind of gallery that like had live painting, that had like 
parties kind of every Friday night and it was a great place for like emerging artists in Austin to come and show and then live paint their skills and like kind of network and meet each other and then meet like patrons who like wanted to invest and buy in like young emerging local art. Um, So I was kind of doing that on the side and through that I was, you know, networking, making new connections and um, I was going to, do you remember the graffiti park that used to be downtown here? Mm-hmm. It was Hope Campaign. And I was going there every weekend too, like in the mornings to practice like my spray paint, like okay. street art type stuff. Wow. I hadn't really like messed too much with mural art um, before coming to Austin. You know, it was something that I was seeing a lot of in New York, but I had never like gone out there and done that. You know, it seemed very intimidating to me. Um, but Hope was this perfect place of like, very accepting all types of skill ages, you know, and it was kind of like one of those things where you're going to put up a piece the next day. It's probably going to be covered over, but you're going to meet people. You're going to test out your skills. You're going to see what you like to do. Mm. And, um, through doing that, where's that? Um, so it got, it got bought up. It's a condo complex. It was off like Lamar. It was right off North Lamar. Um, Castle Hill. Yeah. Yeah. That area. Okay. Did you never drive by I mean, on any given day, you'd go there and there were- It was packed. Tens, hundreds of people just walking around looking at the art. Yeah. And okay. artists there right. working as well. Yeah. It was kind of this cool mecca that Austin had. It was like, mm. you know, some mornings I'd get there and there'd be uh, kids from Houston or Dallas like coming in from crazy different parts of Texas just because it was kind of like this open free range park where, you know, anything went and you could kind of- Dang, that's you know, kind of- get That's pretty cool. Out there. Yeah. 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 Wow. So, I mean, through that, through um, all these different things, I was, you know, feeling a little bit more confident in my skills. I was growing my network base. You know, I started, the first gallery I started showing at here was uh, Austin Art Garage, which is over on South Lamar. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, that kind of led to me getting even more eyes on the work. Mm -hmm. And um, what was that work like? When you were in the Austin Art Garage. Yeah. So like, like looking back on it to where you are today. Right. What, Look, Looking back on like my yeah. 2000, even like 2018, even like 2017 stuff that I was like doing at Hope Outdoor Gallery and stuff that I was like showing at the gallery at the time to me looks so different than like what I'm doing now. Wow. But I, I feel like there's a growth and evolution. Like mm-hmm. I feel like uh-huh. my work consistently, like people can pick it out because it's it's bold, it's bright colors. Overall, it's like a pretty positive type feeling. Like it's a good message type feeling. So for those reasons alone, I feel like people can be like, oh yeah, you can see the growth and the change and like the cohesion throughout like the stuff. But um, yeah, it was, it was different. But you know what? The coolest thing that happened was, have you guys ever been to Bar Peached? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh That owner. West 6th Street? mm -hmm, Mm Mm-hmm. That owner, when he was first building up Bar Peach, because he owns the Peach Tortilla, okay, um, bought like I had I had given Austin Art Garage like six new pieces or something. Wow! And they messaged me like you know maybe a week later, and they're like, "We sold all of them." Like Bar Peach, the owner of Bar Peach came in and bought all of them, and they're still in Bar Peach today. And I, I was like, it. "Oh dang! Wow. Okay, okay, well, cool." The matches, I can picture that too. Right? Really vibing well. Yeah, so right. It's cool. Yeah. In, in the Austin Art Garage. Pretty much all of it is Austin-based work. So pictures yeah. of the bridge and, mm-hmm. and downtown. Is that pretty much all you were doing? Did you have to evolve into 
doing only Austin based type work. So not not really. It was so Austin Art Garage. That's just like the name. The type of work I was bringing in there was still kind of like pop art, modern art stuff. I wouldn't okay. necessarily say there was like the Capitol building. Or yeah. South Congress Bridge and back because they do there. have that they stuff do there yeah, yeah yeah one of the owners um Jake Breyer does like very iconic scenes okay. of like kind of Austin stuff um and he shows in there as well um so there is some of that you know him do you know him do I know him yeah um I do know him. I know Jake and Joel are the two owners of the Austin Art Garage oh okay yeah okay both cool. really cool dudes <laughs> really right. cool dudes yeah um, and both artists. Oh, so, right on. Yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah. own the gallery and show at the gallery, which is sick. Something you don't see a lot right. in gallery settings. That's nice. Yeah, it, it is kind of. It was nice, and it was kind of my first introduction into gallery showing. Like, mm. I had never really worked with a gallery before. Mm -hmm. Didn't really know, like, you know, coming in there with like paintings that at the time, you know, were not on the proper nicer type canvases because like i just wanted to cut corners back when i was trying to save money and yeah. like you know just doing it part-time and stuff mm. and they're like okay we're gonna give you some pointers here um so they like you know wow. showed me kind of the basics of like the gallery and everything like that and um but that's the awesome culture that it you know right they're there to help you out dude that is like that is like the whole awesome art community as well i feel yeah. like it you know, I, I definitely felt a community when I was going to school in Brooklyn, but the community here in Austin is just, it's so accepting. It's so welcoming. And like really all, all those people that I had met back at Hope Outdoor Gallery, back at Cherry Cold Dog have become to this day, like my best friends, like, and they're still the network that like, I feel most comfortable and safest and like, you know, respected in, mm -hmm. um, the art community here is, is incredible. And I, you know, me and my partner have been talking about, you know, is, is Austin, we have a house here right now in South Austin, but we're like, you know, 10 years down the line, like, is it still going to be Austin? Is it going to be somewhere else? Like, is it going to be somewhere in Montana? I don't know. But then thinking about leaving that community that like, you know, I feel so attached and rooted to, yeah. it would be hard. It would be super hard. Um, it's a tough place to, to leave. For it sure. Is. Once yeah. It's so great. It's so, yeah. Um, so I, I sometimes notice a theme in your art. I could be way wrong mm -hmm. in that. To, um, what what is that? What is that that I'm picking up when I when I look at your art pieces? Tell me if you were to to interpret it to to people. Well, what what, yeah. wait, what what's a word that comes to your mind? Like what's the first word that comes to your mind? Wow, gosh, you know. Well, you know, there's there's women in it. Mm -hmm. Right? Usually, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Now, is that an empowerment measure or what is that? I don't know. You know. Yeah. Where, where is that? So the women thing. Yeah. yeah I'll touch on that. Yeah. The women thing is like, there's a, there's a certain thing that I used to like really be drawn to, which was like human eyes. And I really felt like women's eyes were a more fun to paint, but be also like more expressive hmm. in general than like men's eyes. Yeah. We got boring eyes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> also women's hair is so much more fun to depict than men's hair on average you know what i mean like you can put flowers in it you can like make it all crazy straight curly whatever it's just it's way more fun to depict so i think for those reasons and yeah. then the reasons that i feel like women can be a bit more expressive in their facial features mm -hmm. is kind of like why you're picking up that vibe i think it's mm -hmm. it's what i've been drawn to yeah. so yeah. Now, now, are these women, because there's different ones, Right. are they pe real people sometimes? No, no. no. Oh, okay. So I, yeah. I'll go into my process. My process yeah, tell, is oh, like, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> so um, 
<laughs> fun <laughs> for all the art nerds that are curious yeah um so my art process is it's it's kind of evolved over the years um i used to take an approach of kind of doing like famous portraiture you know so i do like uh tom petty you know madonna like i do like very famous iconic people mm. um with images you know of their portraits i've kind of found online and from there it evolved into kind of more of like what i kind of am geared to today which is like a pop art type theme but a lot of those images and a lot of the women are images that i find you know online via vintage comic books um like um kind of but it's pretty much like primarily like it's all online you know because you can find there's so many images out there i mean like pinterest is like an ever-expanding thing of just like images they're trying to like show you so I'll take a bunch of like images that I'm kind of drawn to Mm. and I collage them all digitally into like something like totally different that then I will take to canvas. So a lot of my work, the first end of the work is kind of all done like really digitally where I am collaging and finding different images, different text. And then I'm kind of breaking that down in Photoshop and um, collaging it all into something and then adding in my own color palette on top. And then I'll take that either to canvas or like to a wall. Hmm. So wow, the, that's kind of yeah. the process. Yeah, the, yeah, the whole art process to me, I <laughs> my brain just doesn't go there. I, <laughs> yeah, but you cook a mean steak, bro. I, I yeah, I can make a great steak, make some great meat on the smoker. Um, but like even like during the pandemic, when we were just kind of stuck at home, I have a she's now four. When it started, she was two. We would draw pictures Mm -hmm. just i mean that was like what we did and what i what i have up here Mm -hmm. and what ends up on the paper could not be further apart from i mean it it made no sense yeah so it's always like fascinating me to to wonder like what do you see in your brain and how does it end up on the paper right do you look at when you when you are doing a picture of of a woman or, or whatever do you have to see it like, do you have to have something you're looking at or do you just kind of like create the vision in your head and then it yeah. transforms to the paper? I don't know. Sometimes it's- sometimes it's actually a mixture of both. Like sometimes, you know, like for specific commissions or design requests, I'll have an idea in my head of like what I want the end goal to be. Oh. I feel like seven times out of ten, my idea in my head is like always better than like what I can even like do on on screen and on paper and on the wall, um, which is a good thing, I yeah. feel like, though, because it's like I'm going to constantly keep chasing that, like, how can I make the work better? How can I keep evolving to, like, it matching better, like, as what I envision in my head? And then sometimes when I'm doing, like, personal work, I'll kind of, like, let the images that I find dictate what the end result is going to be on the canvas, like, mm. on the painting. Like, if I'm in a, if I'm in a certain mood or you know like for instance the start of quarantine um i was very fortunate in that my partner uh builds and designs concrete skateboard parks across the u.s no kidding yeah wow that's fired up yeah Yeah. so we have a a, an rv trailer that he kind of lives in when he's like on the road doing that so because like the world was shut down. I was, he was like, do you want to just like go to Montana while I'm doing this thing? I was like, yes, let yes. me get out of here. I can't even see any of my friends here anyway. Like there's yeah. Austin is shut down. Like everywhere is shut down. So we kind of did a road trip while he was building two different parks and two different spots of Montana. 
and I kind of stopped doing people. I was like doing like landscape stuff, you know, I was doing like old road signage, like old motels, like crazy cool signs that you'd see like on your, you know, US road trip adventure. That's Um, sweet. So sometimes it's like, I'll let the mood or like kind of what's going on around me dictate like what the end result is rather than like having an idea, you know? Um, Yeah. All right, this is. I think I finally landed on a question that, that I've been trying to, to that that would help the most here. Yeah. So, let's say you met a random person. Okay. And you got to know them a little bit, and you decided to give them a piece of your art, right? Mm, okay. Like you're like, hey, you know something? I just want to empower you or enrich your life. Here's this piece of art. What are this story? What's this story? What is the story you're going to tell them about that piece of art that when they, every time they look at it, they're going to feel what do you feel? Mm, okay. So that's a tricky one. That's a tricky one because tell us sometimes I want the viewer to take like their own meaning to yeah. the work rather than me telling them like, this is what I want you to feel, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Overall, I think like the blanket statement I can say is, yeah. I want you to feel positive, happy. I want it to be, usually a lot of my work are kind of like statement pieces in mm-hmm. someone's home. Um, so I definitely want it to be something that you're drawn to because it's like kind of in your face. It's bold, it's bright. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, the what I want them to feel, Yeah, I kind of want them to decide that. Like I sure. kind of want them to take their own meaning to it um it's so funny i'll i'll sometimes be in a gallery with some of my work hanging up and i'll hear other people like hear overhear conversations about what everybody else is getting from the work and it's something like sometimes they'll see stuff in my work and i'm like oh i didn't even see it like that or like when two paintings of mine are next to each other not necessarily because like I created them together, but just because that's how they're hanging. Yeah. People will make a whole story out of the two works. And they're like, oh, yeah, that girl is from that one. And like, and I'm just like, oh, oh that's so cool. Okay. Like, that is I wish I could. Cool. That. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, and then all- I'm like, that was exactly my intention. Yeah, yeah that's job. right. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like a wine tasting. Awesome. And you're like, oh, you're, man. You know, you're with three or four people, whatever, and everyone comes up with their own yeah. interpretation of like, what they taste what i'm what getting notes, notes of I'm, I'm always like mahogany. i have no idea what you guys are talking about right. I, i'm not that sophisticated no it's just red red and white to me with Exa- wine, yeah. same or i just go for whiskey or beer <laughs> so i've kind of a two-part question when you're so you're on the road you're drawing landscape in montana like right. how do you decide what you're going to maybe take to a gallery what you're going to sell what you're going to keep in oh, your own house shoot. and then this always, I, I don't know if I'll ever be able to wrap my, my mind around, how do artists come up with prices? Right. Yeah, oh, that's how, a huge one. I mean, Dude, yeah, because I'll look at- Good question. Same way with, I'll taste two wines and one's a $10 wine, one's a $50 wine mm-hmm. or whiskey, whatever. I'll look at art and be like, like that. Why? I mean, is that a $1,000 piece right there right. or was it bought for $5 at Hobby Lobby? You know? Right. So- yeah. Give, us, give us that kind of okay so f- so first part was um which what do i decide to put in galleries and what do i decide to maybe like keep um 
honestly, if I do a lot of my promotion, like luckily uh, through Instagram, like mm. just free advertising, free marketing through that platform. Yeah. It's the best. So yeah. sometimes I'll post like work I'm creating, you know, on my story or something like that. And I'll get responses of like, oh, I'm interested in that piece. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll just can sell it just through there. Like I feel like Instagram has been this huge thing for artists where the galleries almost are maybe not as important as they once were because we have this outlet of getting new eyes on the work Mm -hmm. just through ourselves through our own social media handles um and then stuff i give to the galleries you know it's either sometimes they're curating a specific show so i've done either i'll create a new piece for a specific show or i'll have pieces you know in my studio inventory where i'm like oh that really gears well towards you know this theme that the gallery is going for so um in that case like that kind of helps me dictate like what i keep personally and then what i give to the galleries Mm. um second question though like how how do you how do certain artists price their things i can only go based on how i do it so how i do it is you know obviously the bigger the painting typically like the bigger the price point more hours yep more hours more supplies more time like all those things um but you know I definitely have noticed since, you know, since I was doing it part time to now doing it full time, um, my prices have definitely like gone up, mm-hmm. you know, obviously, because, you know, what I, what I could get away with doing back in the day, it's like, I got to really estimate that time and ex- supplies and expenses like a little bit more Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because art is my sole paycheck now. Whereas in the past, it was like, you know, kind of do it on the side, but getting another paycheck from somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um and I think, you know, obviously there's going to be pieces, certain artists that they're going to be more drawn to. Like, they're more like, I have my favorites. Like, in my head, like, I have, like, my top 10 favorite Piece, paintings. Pieces? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. yeah. yeah. Um, that I'm like, you know, and I think, yeah, I sold, I, no, I have two left that are still, like, my my favorites because a lot of them have sold. Um, so for that reason, like, you know, I'll kind of, the price point might be a little bit higher for once that I'm like, you're like, for this price, I'll let it go. Right, right. Whereas it, if it was one where maybe I wasn't as attached to it for whatever reason, and like why do attachments form, I'm not sure. It's yeah. just like I was really feeling myself during that time. Like my landscape pieces I was doing, I was kind of really drawn to and attached to. Mm. And I just recently sold the last one, like maybe like three weeks ago. Um, but those were bought up real quick. Um, but I had kind of priced them at a point where I was like, I'll let it go for this price, but okay. only at this price. Like I'm not ne- doing any negotiating. Yeah. Like, um, so for those reasons, I feel like, you know, sometimes paintings can be higher priced. Um, and then, you know, kind of, it's like, if you got bills to pay, like sometimes, you know, like I feel like artists have sales, you know, yeah. there's some spring cleaning that happens, I'm sure at different points of the time for every artist. And, um, mm, yeah. Yeah. So it, how, how, how much, like, let's say, um, Oh, oh yeah. How how much do you have available? How many pieces do you have not sold right now that you are trying to? Oh, okay. So right now, yeah. <laughs> right now I have one, two. Right now I have seven pieces. They're so ready to go. Like ready. they're ready to go. They're actually gonna. So right yeah. now, what's cool that's happening in Austin is yeah. there's the East Studio Tours, which is like the big like can- open studio canopy tours. and stuff. Canopy's doing it. Yeah. Yep. Um. 
I have to shout out that in a moment. Yeah. Um, right. So it's like this whole thing that's happening in Austin. You know, um, West was last week in the West Austin Studio Tours. And then this upcoming weekend is kind of like the blend of East and West. Mm. Yeah. And then next weekend is like solely East Austin Studio Tours. But I have those paintings ready to go because I'm showing over at Big Red Sun, which is a uh, gallery networking office space with this really beautiful garden. Uh, it's over on Cesar Chavez and Navasota right at that corner. Um, so th- for those reasons, I have I have those paintings ready to go. Mm. Um, and uh, speaking of Canopy, I do. Uh, I have a. I joined a screen printing co-op. Austin has a oh. Austin screen printing co-op. Mm. Um, and so I do all my own art prints. Like I create them all by hand. Like I don't go to like a printer or anything mm. anymore. I do wow. all my own art prints by hand from screen printing that I learned from working at those t-shirt printing shops back in the day okay so i is this your art by the way no this is not me okay this is it's like a brain or it is it looks very artistic um um (laughs) spencer man on instagram he has some awesome work as well is he local um he is local why don't i know this i think he's local i saw him locally looks local yeah 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 (laughs) Cool. Sorry to yeah. kind of I derailed that what you no, were saying, but no, when you said the T-shirt shop, I was like, oh, yeah, it'll tra- it'll this will translate really well to a uh, audio only. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I see a brain. Yeah, <laughs> same. Yeah. Yep. Um. So yeah. So East is happening this weekend. So I feel like as artists, it's always good to kind of have. I always want to have kind of like five to ten pieces kind of in inventory for specific shows coming up and stuff like that. Hmm. Um. So. Yeah, as as much as it is good to like sell out of all your stuff, I feel like it's always good to have, have stuff, stuff on hand so you can still be kind of like in Austin when these things come up, still getting new eyes on the work, still people like kind of engaging with your stuff. So, so yeah. what can we find you doing wow. right now? Obviously, you were yeah. hired by Austin FC. Was it Austin FC or was it like it was? Marketing? It was U.S. Soccer actually. Oh, U.S. Soccer. <laughs> oh, yeah. My oh yeah. God. So a, a cut above. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah, what do sure. you? Do, is it all independent or what can we find you doing? You mentioned some mural artwork. Yeah. Like, can we find you around town? Okay. So um, uh, two things. There's uh, Looking Up Mural Fest. And you guys can find that on Instagram at Looking Up Mural Fest. It's kind of the first um, Austin-based mural fest that's happening. And it's happening this weekend up until the end of next weekend. And there's amazing artists on the lineup. I'm one of them. Um, but mm. we got like Drew Merritt, who is not Austin-based, but an incredible artist. Um, Emily Ding, who used to be Austin-based, but now lives in California. Um, we got like OGs here, which are like Sloke and Mez um, are on the roster. And we got just just a bunch of, I could like list us all out, but like there's incredible artists. They're all doing works kind of in and around Austin. Yeah. Primarily kind of over on the east side, like east 5th to east 7th. Mm. Um, I'll be doing one over at that Sitco station next to Flat Track on east 5th. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. So I'll be starting that up next week. And another cool uh, project that's happening in collaboration with uh, this lady, Raisin, who has this... Uh, foundation called Raisin in the Sun, who uh, she brings um, artists uh, into the community to put up beautiful things that are kind of like 
unite the Austin community, beautify the Austin community and like pay artists, but also like beautify our surroundings. Mm -hmm. Um, we're all doing some work over on this warehouse at East seventh. Um, and I'm finishing up my mural for that tomorrow, but there'll be like kind of muralists in and out creating works all through the next two upcoming weeks. So if you're over on the East seventh area side, um, go check that out. Mm. Uh, but yeah, there's a, there's a ton of things happening. I think because of this East Austin studio tours, there's just a lot of things happening. So there's so many events. I wish I could name them all, but, um, wow. yeah, there's, there's a ton of stuff happening. Who, who that's fired up. Yeah. You got a lot going on. Yeah. On, yeah. And looking yeah. up mural fest is put on by something cool studios, which is an awesome, like gallery space, co-working artist studio um campaign thing that they're putting on this mural fest to like you know hopefully we get some more we get some more buzz around austin mural scene and like it just perpetuates mm. this like kind of you know cool cool vibe since we had you know we had shepherd ferry and sandra chevrier come down and do that big one at the Lion Hotel. Have you guys seen that big yes. that they did? That's pretty awesome. Yeah, so I that's just crazy. feel like- I, I asked myself, how the heck do yeah, they do that? Yeah, it's crazy. I think that's actually the biggest mural in Texas. I could I be totally it. wrong, but I, I think it might be the huge. biggest really? one. It's massive. Yeah. Yeah. The Lion Hotel, is it like on the South You're Congress? going north? You, you, uh, Go north on South it, Congress? Yeah. Okay. It's just bump to your yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And if you're on um, Ladybird Lake, you can kind of see it right there. Like if you're like paddleboarding or canoeing or something. It's like right there. If you're paddleboarding and you look at the reflection, you get scared because you'll see a face. Who's next to me? Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. Who I want to know because I got a couple favorites myself. Who are your favorite artists that may, you might know, you might not know, people you like look up to or whatever, um, people you get inspiration from? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that's such a hard <laughs> one to answer because I just feel like the list is like endless. Oh, okay, okay. Wow. So do with Instagram, that's... like making – uh, more artists just like accessible for other artists to see and kind of follow their work as well. It's like, oh, okay. it's only grown yeah. kind of the list of people um, in my head. Um, I mean, anybody you want to meet? Oh, who I want to meet. Okay. Sure. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. I, I definitely, <laughs> I want to meet Shepard Ferry eventually. We've yeah. been in and around the same circles. He spoke at my Pratt graduation. Mm. Never got to meet him though, mm. but he spoke. Um, so you only do murals? He does. No, he does. He does mural and gallery stuff. And okay. like, okay. you know, he just kind of does it all. Um, seems like a popular you know, person. Shepherd. Yes. If, I mean, especially if you did a chalk at your does college. The Obey, you know, the Obey like, oh, clothing stuff. Yeah. And he has a whole That's clothing him? line. That's him. That's him. Oh. oh, so he's famous. Yes. For sure. Very yeah. much so. Okay. Hmm. And yeah. you're close. Like you, yeah, you're, like, I, I w- you're I in the same we circle. Closer. Yeah. Right, 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 right. We've been, Yeah. Yeah, we've wow. been like, he came here um, to do that big mural and like, you know, I, I bought a poster off of him and then, <laughs> yeah, he's That's somebody sick. I would definitely like to like, if I could like sit down and have coffee and like pick a brain, like for sure. All right. Um, Anyone else? Because they might be listening. You just never know. Anyone right. else? Yeah. Oh man, the other one is super big inspiration. He goes by uh, Pose Artwork. I think on Instagram he's at... Tender J, which I'm not sure what what the significance of that is, but his website is Hello Pose, and he does 
incredible kind of like pop art stuff like definitely stuff that i'm attracted to Hmm. um definitely like nowhere near his level yet but like he you know comes from a background of street art of graffiti work and bringing that into kind of like a modern contemporary feel with street art elements but also these like fun pop art elements as well so like when i look at his work i get very inspired um and then there's like some there's artists like in Brazil and Portugal that like I kind of see on Instagram. I'm just like, oh man, like just seeing that work and done that large of scale or even some of their more like smaller studio pieces. I'm just like, oh, like, so, to give the listeners some kind of scope here, Phoebe's work. When I look at it, when I look at your Instagram, it, it it's it's like energy jumps out. Yeah. <laughs> right. For sure. Yeah. Thank like, you. Like, and, and it's clean lines. Yes. And, and it's, it's just, it, if you look at it, you just get electrified. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah. That's my interpretation of it. So I like, that's why I want people to see it. Yeah. Right. They should. And, and I'm pretty sure that everybody will get that same kind of vibe yeah. when you look at it. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. It's I curate it to like specifically, you know, scream mm. like that. vibe. So that means a lot. That means a lot. I put, yeah, like it's very surface level, but I put a lot of work into like the social media aspect of it and like the whole curation of yeah. like, you know, my image and my page and my brand. So, well, as you yeah. said, it's a great yeah. way to for free right. promote your work. Do you, do any TikTok or anything? Because I've seen some amazing I know. artists come up with ways to really... I feel like I'm too old for the TikTok. I no. haven't done TikTok. Not, not on TikTok. No. Not on TikTok. No way. Too old. I just feel like I'm like, I've I've so focused my realm on like Instagram. Like I've even like shut off the Facebook side because like who uses that anymore? Hmm. And I'm just like learning another platform. But I do have artist friends who are like, you got to get on. Just yeah. like start doing like some reels and some videos of like your process. And oh, you stuff. probably yeah. blow up. Like, you probably blow up. <sighs> so, the, on, on TikTok at least because yeah, for sure. So try, yeah. Try, yeah, when, yeah. When you say I'm too old, um, Uh-oh. I think TikTok- Don't ask a woman her age. <laughs> No, I'm not, I'm not going there. <laughs> no, I think a lot of people up, you know, a year ago, two years ago, they thought of TikTok as just like young kids dancing. Yes. It has evolved so much oh, yeah. to where yeah. the opportunity for like organic reach yeah. for you to blow up with one post. Our friend Jonathan, who also uh, does the podcast, he's out of town, but his friends started a company they sell it's almost like liquid iv oh okay but they sell it's a different it's called water water boy different hydration same same concept different product okay yeah and they (laughs) good name posted a couple yeah (laughs) they posted a couple tiktok videos and one of them blew up got millions of views and then they sold i mean it was like they pre-sold all of their inventory before they even like officially launched just from tiktok yeah and i feel like you there's a, a lot of opportunity, especially for an artist. I see some really cool yeah. uh, art accounts. I know. I just, on TikTok. I I get so I get so like in the motion of like creating that I'm like, oh, you got to step back and like get a nice camera that's gonna you, you know, got flow. Get your, yeah. And you don't want to interrupt it. I don't interrupt it. And I'm with, talking like, about. You know, there's I, your nice camera. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> I just have to get the little <laughs> arm thing that holds it. You know, at the best angle. Yeah. Yeah, I know, because my boyfriend's probably sick of me just like being like, can you come over here and take a photo of me? Make it look like I'm painting. I need I need content. Oh, yeah. I need content. Yeah, get a little uh, get Plus a tripod. There's a little go. user. Uh, right. Yeah. So speaking of Instagram, uh, you haven't given a plug yet for your Instagram handle. Oh, yeah. And oh, if how you do could, I, I, don't, I would assume it's appropriate. 
what kind of range price point range will we would someone be looking at if they wanted to buy your stuff oh word okay so my instagram handle is at phoebe underscore n underscore j okay based on a a high school um funny nickname because phoebe joint is like pb and j phoebe and j uh-huh. that's how that came about oh snap never changed it so that's what it is that's what it's become yeah um price point wise uh i have some smaller works that are like 12 by 12 i feel yep exactly that i feel like are super reasonable they're like 300 bucks mm-hmm. yeah um you know and then I have art prints that are even, you know, in the $100 range down to $50 range. So, okay. like, you know, pretty affordable. Mm. And then the larger works are more like, you know, 1500 2 k type cool. price range. So, that's... Yeah. I want to, like, with the art prints and, like, with the higher end bigger stuff, like, I kind of want to have a price point that everyone can kind of, like, take home a piece of the work mm. if they feel so. And, and to, again, give the viewers some kind of scope... Before they go on Instagram, it's it's perfect. The work looks perfect. Like it's freaking <laughs> awesome. No, it's sick. Like get it's, your get your wallet out. Let's, let's get rid of those five pieces. Right now. Yeah, no, I'm gonna ask for a piece for Christmas for my wife. For sick. real, That's yeah. A good idea. No, it's sick because we like my wife and I like art. Yeah. Yeah, we got a couple pieces at the house. Yeah, you got to support yeah. local. Like, yeah, it's there's gonna so be sweet. many amazing mm. like local people um, here that it's like. You know, and I hope with the new tech people coming in that they see that there's some badass, you know, Big time. local Austin artists. It's not just L.A. kids. It's no. like Austin yeah. artists have like a sick ass scene, too. So I support. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So what what would you uh, tell, uh, let's say, um, the college you that's thinking about being an art? What inspiring words would you share with the, the public? Yeah. What would I say to college <laughs> me? Sure. Yeah. Um, hmm. That was like, oh, I should keep my parents happy like, and I've, go to school. And, yeah, I feel yeah. like I feel like I was. Um, obviously, you're going to school. You're with all these amazing art kids that are also in their craft and doing their thing. And I want to say I was kind of like a late bloomer. Like I didn't really find my style. I didn't really know what I was like gravitating towards. Um, all I knew, like back in the college days, was that like I was really drawn to like snowboard graphics and skate graphics and kind of like the street art and murals I would see around town. Um, but I didn't yet know if like that was something I could do if I could produce that. Um, because I felt like school kind of taught me to be a little bit more conservative maybe in like my approach. Um, and then my parents, you know, they, they still allowed me to go to art school. So I'll give them that. But like, yeah, they definitely wanted me to do more of, you know, um, I, you know, something like safe, safe, exactly. Mm-hmm. Safe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I'm, I'm sure it was scary to, you know, send your kid off to art school and just be like, I'm going to be an artist. I'm like, okay, sure. Yeah. Why don't let's apply that to like business somehow though. Yeah. Graphic design. Perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, I am, you know, with, with the way I can do murals, the way I can do commission artwork, the way I can do gallery work and my personal stuff, you know, and diversify that kind of range, you know, I'm making more now than I, I was, uh, you know, working full time with under somebody else. So like, that's huge. And I think I would just tell, you know, college me or anybody else that's, you know, thinking about it, just like you know, trust yourself and keep going Mm. like, and trust the process. If like, if you put your heart 
and blood, sweat, and tears into it, you know, and are waking up at 6 a.m. to go spray paint a mural at Hope Outdoor Gallery that's going to get erased in the next five hours. But, like, you want to do it just because you have this inner drive to. Like, trust that inner drive and know that, like, good things will come because of that. And also get your work out there because yes. you never know. It's fired up. Who finds it on Instagram, yeah. who walks by a mural, or mm-hmm. you never know when the right eyes are going to get in front of it. Totally. And they, someone says to you, hey, Phoebe, we want you to – you know, do all the artwork for our restaurant or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Yeah. You have no idea. I mean, like just doing, and even like sometimes today, you know, I take on certain mural projects, um, per project, but you know, sometimes I'll take on ones that are kind of lower in budget, but you know, sometimes those ones end up being the most popular and those ones lead to like Mm -hmm. more and more gigs that end up, you know, financially supporting me, um, in that way. So love it. Base hits, home runs, everything in between. Right. It's cool. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. It looks like awesome. you you came here straight Fired from up. the studio. You're I came covered here. in paint. No, I came oh, yeah. Straight from the warehouse, the seventh warehouse. Her pants are covered in paint. Yeah. Her sweatshirt's covered in paint. Yeah. That's awesome. Love it. Your hat says studio on it. My hat says studio on it. You were on the studio. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's cool. In our beautiful podcast wow. studio. Exactly. Yeah. Any parting words? Oh, man. Any parting words? Yeah. Like um, a one liner? <laughs> this doesn't have to be. It doesn't have Whether to be. It's no a, pressure. No yeah, pressure, yeah, yeah. right? And plug if you have a website. Um, obviously, you gave us your Instagram where to where to find your artwork. But yeah. someone that wants to buy your stuff. or Yeah. So um, if you're in Austin, come check me out at, at Big Red Sun. Like I said, over, um, I'll be there from noon to 6, Saturday and Sunday. Um, and then look for me next week, yeah, kind of over on um, East 5th. I'll be uh, putting up a new mural. Uh, my website is phoebejoint.com, spelled P-H-O-E-B-E-J-O-Y-N-T.com. And uh, yeah, stay sunny, Austin. Stay sunny. That's stay the sunny. one, that's fired the one up. liner I came Thank up you. with. Thank you. Love <laughs> it. I like oh, it. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Is Hell it that yeah. time, Drew? Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah, Phoebe. It's time. What's, what's the time? It's time for this week's Weekly Brew, Brew, Brew. Ian, what do you got for us? Every week we do a... Developing story. story just cool. to share kind of what's going on in, in Austin or something Austin related. A lot of times since we're both in real estate, it winds up circling back to something real estate related. Okay. Um, do you know where Hayes County is? You said you live in South Austin. Hayes. Yeah. That's South too, isn't it? South. So Even like more South. Buda, just, yep. Kyle yep. Um, yep. are in Hayes County and Hayes County ranks as the primary U.S. Metro County with the most growth in housing units. From 2010 to 2020. What? So you're kidding me. You know, like when you drive up and down I-35, mm-hmm. you can see the work. I mean, there's new restaurants, there's new residential communities, yeah. new yeah. condos, apartments, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Um, in in Texas or, or America or what was that? Um, I think in yeah in America. Wow. Yeah. That is in the nation. That's in crazy, the nation. Dude. Austin is growing like crazy. Yeah. So the housing yeah. units in Hayes County going. rose by over 34,000 in the last 10 years from 2010 to 2020. So people ask us all the time, like, where do I invest? Where should we, you know, yeah. what's the next booming part? Yeah. Really, I mean, everywhere around Austin now, but down South Austin. Yeah. Hayes County. Keep your eyes on that. For real. For real. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Thanks for that story, Ian. Thanks that's, for the update. That's the that's is that the where the, is group. that where they're doing those three uh, D printed homes? Is that where they're going to do that neighborhood of those? I think it's that's, still a mystery. That, oh, is serious? It? Have I, you heard about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
100 homes, 3D printed. You're kidding me. Um, it's a mystery? I don't know. I can't find anything what, that shows what the, where it is. Where it is? Yeah. Yeah. I've been looking. Trust me. All right. Yeah. All right. Anyway, thank you, Phoebe. Yeah, Thanks. thank you guys. Um, it was fired up. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And please go check Phoebe out one more time. It's P-H-O-E-B-E. J-O-Y-N-T dot com. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was going to say the at the Instagram. Oh, so it's that's awesome. at F-E-E-B-E-E. Oh, yeah. oh Very F- even, even easier okay. to spell. So on Instagram, it's F-E-E-B underscore N underscore J, Phoebe and J. Yep. If you don't know, now you now know. Until you know. um, next time, Austin. That's it. That's all we got for you. Sweet. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers.